Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday. This is the second week of Easter. Remember, Easter is not just a single day, but a 50-day season, 40 days to Ascension, and then 10 days after that to the Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and bow down. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 30, beginning this morning at verse 11. Moses said, Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you, nor is it too far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us, so that we may hear it and observe it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will cross to the other side of the sea for us, to get it for us, so that we may hear and observe us? No, the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth. It is in your heart for you to observe the word of the Lord. In this classic book on Christian discipleship, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, the late Eugene Peterson opens by speaking about the difficulties of sustaining a life in the Christian faith. It is not difficult to capture someone's attention in this or that spiritual experience, it is not incredibly difficult to move someone to even give their heart to Jesus, he writes. What is difficult, however, is sustaining a true life of faith and love that endures throughout the whole of a person's life. At the end of the book of Deuteronomy, the setting is buzzing with excitement and possibility. This nation has already conquered the promised land on the eastern side of the Jordan River, and now it readies itself to take possession of the rest of the land. Moses has gathered the people together, is giving his final address. The covenant is now being renewed, and God's people are filled with power in the spirit of the moment. But what God, through Moses, is asking them to do this day is to make a generations-long commitment to sustaining love and faith in the God who saved them from slavery 
and gave them this place according to the promise that God made with their ancestors. To make a generations-long commitment to sustaining the love and faith in God that will work itself out in this nation being a light to the nation, reflecting who God is and calling the whole world into the light of God's presence. So the horizon of the covenant is not to give Israel the short-term strength that it needs to take possession of this land and then be over and done with God, having received already its journey. That would be sort of the equivalent of saying that we believe in God until we get to, so we get to heaven. But the power here is a power to sustain a long-term, lives-long, generation-long relationship with the Lord. Their failure, when it does come, will not be a matter of any single individual crisis, but it will come as the end of a slow, step-by-step process of drifting away from the Lord. Unfaithfulness and the breaking of covenant does not come all at once. It is incremental and it is slow, because God is a God of patience and kindness. But we know that too. We have been there. We know how easy it is for us to skip worship this week or this month, and for months to lead into months and even years. We know how easy and tempting it is to do just this one other thing that seems so much more important, to tend to this thing or to go see this or, or to do this or be involved in this activity. We know how much effort it takes to get up and attend a Bible study or set aside time in a busy day for devotion and prayer. We, we know what it's like to wake up and wonder, how did I get this far away? Life with God seems difficult, and we make it out to be very, very complicated. And yet, as Moses tells the nation of Israel, it is really not so difficult. We do not need to climb up into heaven or work ourselves into frenzies or other states of consciousness to discover some hidden counsel of the universe. We do not need to travel the highest mountain or the holiest heights to seek the counsel of this teacher or that teacher. It's funny that Moses says you don't have to cross a sea when it is God who has already led them through the sea so that God could be there with them. It is God who comes down to them. It's all right here. Moses says the word is very near you. It is in your mouth. It is in your heart for you to observe. God has already come to you, opened up God's word to you. Worship, Bible study, prayer, service in love of neighbor, all these are easily accessible and open to anyone of of any and all abilities. It's really not a matter of us not knowing what to do, as much as it is a matter of us not knowing, not doing what we know would be beneficial for our life and faith with God and beneficial for those around us. This revelation that we have received in Scripture and in Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh according to Scripture, that is what Jesus is. That Word, as we have seen revealed in the Bible and living in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that is enough for us. It's also enough to keep us occupied and busy in learning and loving who the Lord is and what the Lord has done. In this, God has been fully revealed. And we too are redeemed to live as God's beloved human beings, created in God's image, to love and serve in God's creation, to shine the light of God's grace 
and to welcome others into the family as children of God through Jesus Christ. So the question before God's people has been in the past as it still is today, a question of whether we will trust this word that we have been given to learn to love this God who has saved us and come to dwell among us, or whether we will turn to something else or run after the next best thing. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon you. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else and for who else do we give thanks today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministers, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. Pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. We think especially of people in Ukraine, but we remember all those other conflicts, all those other wars that are going on around the world. Pray for people who are welcoming refugees, caring for migrants, providing homes for people who have left their homes, for those who care for the sick, for those who tend to the the mourning, for those who care for the young and the very old, for all who strive and work for international harmony, and for all those who are striving to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever.